All right, talk All right. normally once. Just blah, 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 blah. We're going to get blah, 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 blah. All right. All right, looks like we're in business here. Wesley, I'm feeling spicy today. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You know? You know? It's a good day. You know what really gets my blood flowing? What? Double barrel bluffs. And well, then even that, further, triple, triple barrel, barrel bluffs. Triple barrel bluffs, yeah. man. Uh, unloading the clip, emptying the clip. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. It's um, going to be a fun topic today. Yeah, so that's what we're going to discuss today. We're going to discuss when it's a good time to double, and then if you're at the river and you want to win the pot, when it's the right time to click that button as well. Um I think we'll start off doing some like basic concepts on when to double and triple, and then we'll move into a bunch of hand histories um, showcasing those. Yeah, absolutely. Quick question, though. <laughs> Tell me about that coffee mug you got today. <laughs> I mean, it just speaks facts. Yeah. Do you so want to read it to everybody? Yeah. So what it says is, woke up sexy as hell again. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, does that hey. make you feel a little better about yourself when you look at that? You or? know, strangely, it does. Okay. Well, <laughs> I just had to know. <laughs> I mean, hey, my mug can lie to me. It's all good. doesn't bug me none. Well, that's less fun then. Yeah. But as per usual, I have my lovely cup of coffee here, so I'm ready to go. Yeah, me too. Um, all right. So let's kind of get into it here. I think uh, there are a bunch of, of ideas that kind of exist around – making a good double or triple barrel bluff. What are some good things to keep in mind um, when pulling the trigger? Yep. So I'm going to start with like when you, when you're on the river, when you're deciding to triple barrel. Um, And then there are a couple additional things that can apply on the turn. But so when you're on the river and you've bet the flop, but bet the turn, you get there. um, One thing to, keep in mind when you're deciding to bluff is just you want to be at or very near the bottom of your range because when you bluff you want to make sure you are doing it with a hands that you know isn't going to win at showdown um because for one thing if you let's say you get called and you lose well if you had had a hand with some showdown you know you kind of just wasted that money because that there's a small chance that hand could have won anyways yeah yeah um, and if you have a hand with some showdown value, you bet and they fold, there's a chance that you would have just won anyways. So you're sort of, if you have a hand that can win just by checking back, sometimes you're giving yourself a bit of a negative free roll by bluffing. I mean, yeah, I agree it, with that. There might be a few circumstances where you can turn cause you know, you're yes. just or something like that. And just to clarify, when he says showdown value, most people know what that is, but that's like, say you got third pair on on uh, maybe a not too wet board, something like that. But mm-hmm. you you might have a chance of winning if the river is checked down or if it's bad called, whatever. Yeah, you get yeah. the showdown if, and you have a chance of winning that's having showdown value. Yeah, if they could have had like, you know, bottom pair with a flush draw and, and then yeah. you like river third pair, like yeah. you said. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, all right. So you want to be at the bottom of your range. Um, you want to have a range advantage or in other words, 
make sure the story makes sense, which yeah. I think will be more clear when we get into some examples. But essentially what it is is have hands that you can think of that you would have bet on all three streets for value the same exact way. Mm-hmm. So that it may, when you're bluffing, your opponent will be like probably thinking you have those hands a lot of the time. Yeah. So like you said, make sure your story makes sense. I liked how you put that though. Yeah. Yeah. And then you want to make sure that you can think of hands that they have that not only are beating you, but will be pretty easy folds. Gotcha. Because I think sometimes, like you don't want to always be going for these hero bluffs where you're trying to push your opponent off of like medium to strong hands, you know? Because like... You're just going to run into it too often. Yeah. Or, or, you know, you just want to think of like, you want to make it profitable to do where you're not, you know, where there are just plenty of hands that... Yeah. They can fold without even thinking too hard about it. Like if they have, if they flop bottom pair, turn a flush draw, and then there's, let's say the river, all the draws miss. Mm-hmm. If you jam, like they're going to have, you know, they could have pair in a flush draw or they could have nut, fl- nut flush draw, just stuff that like makes sense for them to have called flop and turn with that isn't even a strong hand on yeah. the river. Okay, so and that's when we kind of get into the triple barrel t- territory. I think it's important, and the reason we're doing this episode is because I think a lot of people, um, amateurs and even intermediate players, will end up just betting because they think aggression will win them the pot. But it's important to think a little bit deeper than that and and have good uh, logical reasoning as to why you're doing it. Uh, this will help you not you know run into spots where you're getting called and losing a bunch of chips where in unnecessary spots so mm-hmm. um we'll kind of dive into all these different hands that uh showcase these different um thoughts yeah uh, is there any other ideas you want to get into before we hop into the first hand yeah yeah so two more so i think on the river this is pr- in my mind the least important but it's blockers yeah. you know having blo- having cards that block their the top of their range or hands yeah. that you think they'll call with. Mm-hmm. That's good because then their range Less is weighted. Likely. Yeah, it's yeah. weighted a little more towards the weak stuff. And then the final thing is, and this is specifically for double barreling, but when you're on the turn and you're double barreling, it's much better to have a hand that has some equity. Right. You know? So we're semi-bluffing essentially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you know, I think most people will understand that pretty intuitively, but it just, it makes it, you need less fold equity when you have equity because sometimes you'll win the hand on, yeah. with the river card. It also anyways. makes uh, pulling the trigger a little bit easier knowing that with all that extra equity you have and being at the bottom of your range that you can still win a ton of chips even if you get called. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to going over these examples. Um, let's start off here then, huh? I'll yeah. let you take it away. Okay, so for some context for everyone, this is an online hand that I played um, it's at a 2-5 cash game. Um, the opponent that I'm going to be playing against has just over 100 big blinds. I have more than that, so we'll get into it. Uh, it folds to him. He's in the hijack. He min-raises. I'm in the cutoff. I have king-queen. I have the king of clubs, queen of hearts. And in cash, you don't really want to do a lot of flatting here. You just want a three better fold. So I three bet to seven big blinds. So up to 35 bucks. Is there a reason why we're going over 3x here? Is it just. 
Uh, pretty standard size. It's just size. kind of standard size. So yeah, you go yeah. you go to seven from his two. Yeah, and I think if you look at like GTO Wizard, it would say from the cutoff to do like six and a half, and the button to do seven or seven and a half. I don't know. I just generally standardize it at seven. I'm not like okay. Yeah, I have so many ways I want to take this right now, but we'll stay focused <laughs> on the double barreling for sure. <laughs> All right. For another episode, yeah, I guess. exactly. All right. So he calls, so there's 15 and a half bigs in the pot. Flop is jack of spades, six of diamonds, deuce of hearts. Okay, so we just have king high here with no back doors besides a straight draw and some over cards. Yep, yeah, so not, didn't really hit the flop, but there's also a good chance he didn't. So he yeah, checks. This is about the king of dry boards here, pretty much. I mean, oh, close, jack seven deuce maybe might be the best. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, it, doesn't matter. For sure. Um he checks. I bet small. Uh, 4.63 big blinds. I don't know. Maybe that was a 30%. Maybe I just clicked the 30% button. Into 15 and a half bigs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls. So pot's 24.75 bigs. The turn is the deuce of spades. So it's the second spade. Um, jack, jack six deuce deuce with the jack deuce of spades. So, and we have king, queen, no spade here at all. Um, uh, going to, across uh, the different ideas we had when double and triple barreling, um, things to, that you want to look for, what in this spot did you kind of, mm-hmm. made you decide this is a good double barrel spot? Yeah, great question. So I think obviously I will have hands like jacks, pocket jacks, queens, kings, aces, I'll have ace jack. I'll have some king jack suited, queen jack suited. Um, okay, so it's so this one it's specifically range repping. Yeah, it's a lot of range advantage. Um, and then also, you know, I have king high, so I have when he calls the flop, he could do so with ace queen of diamonds. He could have he could he should call every pocket pair on the okay. flop. Okay. Um, you know, it, yeah, it, even like ace 10 suited. So there's a lot of stuff that he calls the flop with that should probably fold the turn. All pairs under jacks that aren't sets, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I kind of want to dive into before we move for uh move f- forward, geez. <laughs> Is that um so the the board paired on the turn, right? It brought in a flush draw and it also paired. Um I I'm I'm willing to bet that the, if this turn was a jack mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't turn this into a double barrel spot because at that point your queens kings and aces if you're repping those hands they would be checking back here but the dude, that's trickier yeah it, it, i'm just kind of go over different scenarios when you would and wouldn't want a double barrel so like on a deuce yeah. here our opponent that doesn't really change the ranges of both of our hands agreed agreed yeah I Whereas would say jack, he, the, our opponent could have a lot more jacks here. Yeah, and it would make it easier for him to call with like nines, eights, sevens, and, and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So I think you're you're. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I still. It. I don't know. It, it's much harder, and it's like you don't have to get too much into it. But that was just another like an alternate scenario for this kind of hand that we, we might not double barrel. Yes. Agreed. Um, yeah, I, and yeah, I agree. Like the deuce here, it never hits him. I fucking stumped Wes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. That, it, it's worth thinking because I think, yeah, instinctively it's a lot It's a lot harder to double barrel if the turn is a jack. Yeah. 
I don't know if I would have. Okay. I don't know. All right. So, anyways, if, fortunately for the this hand history, it's a two of spades. Yep. Opponent checks. Yep. So I size up to. So there's 24 and almost 25 in the in the pot. 25 big blinds. Yep. So I bet 17.56 big blinds. Um, I don't know how that size came about. Okay. It's about. It's just 70? under three quarters. Yeah. yeah. It's like 70 ish percent. So I like this. So we're we're essentially just saying we have ace jack or better here. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, probably well, better you, than ace jack even because I mean I guess you are three betting ace jack here, especially yeah, offsuit. I am. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah I'm kind of saying. Yeah, it, clearly all the overpairs are in my range, and he will never have an overpair here. So this this makes unless he has exactly pocket sixes, this makes every hand of his kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Yep. Um, now I did put so so we'll look at this more after, but I did put this hand through GTOX. And solvers tend to be stickier than most people. So it, it actually still wants him to call with a lot of his under pairs. Okay. Um, but I think realistically, people are going to start folding those out now. Hmm. Um, player dependent, I suppose, but yeah. Player dependent. Um, yeah, maybe if he has a spade, he folds because he blocks flush yeah. draws. Yeah. I don't know. My my bet here is designed to start folding out some of those things, though, as well as, like, the ace-high floats from the flop. Yeah, I guess the ace-high floats that will continue to turn are the ones that are with spades. Yes, yeah, so... And now the other ones might then just fold, so, okay. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good point, too. So it's, like, two-thirds of them, essentially. Like, the diamonds and hearts will fold, and then the spades will call. Okay. So he calls... Um, not a lucky river or anything. It's just a ten of diamonds. <laughs> All right, let's recap here. Uh, Sixty big blinds in the pot. We're to the river on a jack of spades, six of diamonds, two of hearts flop, two of spades turn. So it's the flush draw comes on the turn and pairs the board, and then a ten of diamonds on the river. We have king of clubs, queen of hearts for just a straight king high. Yep, straight king high. And so yes, yeah, sixty blinds. So three hundred bucks in the pot. He has. Uh, 74 big blinds back, so 370. So he's got a little over pot size, um, and he checks to me. So now here's where all those concepts kind of come into play. Mm -hmm. Um, If I have queens, kings, aces, I'm definitely just ripping it here. I think even ace-jack, down to ace-jack, I'm going for value. Let me challenge that for a second. Um, Are we, I mean, I guess sometimes I think my opponent might, I mean, might have tens here. Yeah, he might. Yeah, that's okay, fine. so that just is what it is. Yeah, that's okay. like three combos. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, he, he'll have a lot more Jack X suited. So essentially, then, at this point, we're trying to get all ace high floats that turn spades uh, out of the hand. We're trying to get all nines through sevens and then f- fives through threes if they have those are existent still. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's all we're trying to get to fold at this point. And, yes, and then there's... Um, because I don't think Jack Queen's going to fold, right? So maybe. So then I'd also say six, seven of spades and five, six of spades. So it's like those spade floats, but also mm, I guess, they yeah. have the six. I suppose yeah. there's some suited sixes, yeah. six sevens and stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah. So basically that that's the case. Um, I mean, it's still a pretty large portion of hands that you can get to fold. Yeah, I agree. And then so we're we're at the bottom of our range. Like, imagine how much it would suck to check this back, and then your opponent has like ace four of spades. 
<laughs> like you, you don't want that. Yeah, that's yeah. The, yeah, like yeah. that's when you know you fucked up. Is when <laughs> <laughs> like you you give up and then they just they're like you win. And you're yeah. Like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, so we got so we got the range advantage. We've got some hands in mind that they might fold. Okay. And we almost have a one to one stack to pot ratio, right? I mean, he's got a little bit more. He's sixty in the sixty in the pot, sixty big blinds. He's got seventy four big blinds. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna stuff it in his face, aren't you? I am. I am. <laughs> All right. So I would get greedy here with the over pairs. So I'm gonna get greedy, quote unquote, with the king high. And then he just snaps with pocket jacks. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. So so you jam. So I jam and he, he folds. folds. All right. So All right. It, it works. Golf and then clap. Thank you, thank you, Max. So this uh, this is uh, I just want to say quickly, and I'll let you continue your thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. This is a spot that I might find harder to take. Um, I mean, this is a pure range repping. Yeah. You don't have equity um, that like those topics we talked about. You don't have much equity. I mean, you could maybe turn a king or a queen. That's six outs. Yeah, um, but we're not, not even typical that's my semi bluff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's not even really a semi bluff. It's more of just a pure air bluff, but with range repping. Yes. This is kind of the harder triple barrel to do, but I think in this spot it's a good place to do it, this board. I really liked it. Um, and then the other thing too is, so I had mentioned I did put it through GTOX, which is like a solver tool that yeah, it's probably not quite as not. good yeah. as the other solver tools, but um, it liked it. It actually wanted to bet bigger on the flop, but other than that, it really liked it. Okay, um, And then having the king of clubs and queen of hearts on the river is actually nice because so the jack of spades is on the board so i block king king jack and queen jack suited because mm-hmm. he's he's just going to fold pre-flop to my three bet if he has the offsuit version of those hands and so blocking the suited jack x it, it removes two combos that he might okay. find the hero call okay. with um which yeah and so the solver says he should be calling with his jack x and even even if he has like ace ten of spades it's kind of like indifferent okay um so yeah anyways i thought that was a really cool one yeah bravo bravo that's a good way to start it off just i bet how how did you feel during that were you did you was your butt blood pumping at all or i mean it was only two five if it <laughs> i mean two five for what over a thousand dollars yeah, yeah. It was shit. My blood pumps in the morning <laughs> in, a, in a, <laughs> the morning freeze twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, just kidding, but yeah. I think it was. To be fair, I don't remember. This was one of I so I save hands over time to review, and yeah. this one was from a little while ago. Okay. So you just um, don't really remember. Yeah. All right. Well, wonderful hand. I think uh You've got a hand now. Yeah, yeah. You? We'll go I'm gonna go ahead and give you a hand that I played. Also for context, in an online cash game. Um, this one, <laughs> you play 2-5. This one was 100 no limit, so 50 cent, $1, essentially. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just like to, and when I'm working in the morning, I like to play these little games. Um, it's, it's not too bad. These games are really soft, and I build a roll through there. Um, slowly, but it's while I'm working, so I don't care. Plus, I'm only one tabling because I'm working. <laughs> I don't know why I'm justifying this at all. <laughs> God, I feel like a fish. Um, so, anyways... Um, this is a good hand that demonstrates not just like a pure range repping. It does, uh, we do range rep in this, but we also have a ton of equity. So it's, there's a lot of semi bluffing, plus we're at the bottom of our range. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we'll just go ahead and start it off here. I'm in low jack. Uh, 
I have 122 big blinds. Oh, God. <laughs> Wes is giving me that face, guys. <laughs> um, I'm in low jack. Obviously, uh, this hand is typically a fold in low jack, but I, I, I just, you know, I'm here to crush souls. So I opened the 6-4 diamonds in low jack. There you go. It's not terrible, honestly. Like, it's not great, but it's not I terrible. Would o- I would open 6-5 suited. Yeah, so like- okay. Um, uh, folds to the big blind who has... Um, I believe he has like 95 bigs. I have over 130, so it doesn't really matter. I'm going to tell you right now. So he started with 94 bigs. I have 134 bigs. Mm-hmm. Um, I opened 6-4 diamonds in low jack. He defends, so uh, I've min-clicked it. Flop comes ace of hearts, three of hearts, five of diamonds. So I have the uh, the straight draw with the backdoor flush draw, plus I can also range rep by saying that I have the ace opening from the low jack. Yeah, that makes um, sense. big blind checks. What size are we going here, Wes? Typically, oh, uh, good question. I remember we have six high at the moment. Yeah, but that doesn't really matter. So, so I think on range. this board, if you're going to bet, like it's fine to do a little checking with this hand. I would bet yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. My instinct is not to go with like the quarter size like this board isn't that dry so i like a slightly bigger size okay and then maybe bet a little less f- like like not bet your whole range but okay um, okay i went with half pot i think it's two point two and a quarter let's see yeah two and a quarter so i bet two and a quarter into four and a half um we go half pot big blind calls uh turn card is a very beautiful card it's the king of diamonds so it's ace three five king two hearts two diamonds so now i have the open-ended straight draw with the six high flush draw. Plus, I also have range advantage opening low jack. So what I mean by that is um, I would think that if the big blind had hands like ace-king, like top two pair, he would have three Mm -hmm. bet pre-flop. So we're going to be removing those kind of hands from his range. Um, Even ace-queen, he might even three bet. Maybe not always. Maybe, maybe not. But 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 I'm saying he should never have top two pair here. Agreed. 100% 100% agreed. And he could have, you know, top and bottom or top. So ace three, ace five. So those are some hands. Yep. And you, he'll never have pocket aces or pocket kings. Yeah. And, and I have will. all of the pocket aces. I have all the pocket kings. I have all the ace king. I have all the ace three suited and all the ace five suited. So I, I have the range advantage here. Mm-hmm. Um, being that I'm at the bottom of my range, uh, Literally. Literally. Yeah. I have six, six high, high at the moment, but I have incredible equity against even two pairs here. Um, I think this is a great spot to go for a double. In this hand specifically, I don't love the sizing I went with. In hindsight, I wish I went a little bit bigger, but I think I went half pot. Let's see. So there's nine in the pot. Okay, so I went three quarters. I went six, uh, 6.75 bigs into nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, I, th- I, th- I think you could even overbet this here. I was just going to say, I, I do like the overbet. I think it's, I agree it's a mandatory bet spot, though. Like, yeah. literally everything we talked about, equity, range advantage, um, bottom of your range. They're obviously, hand, like, if he has seven, five of spades, he's going to, you know, there's a lot of one pair of hands that he's just going to get yeah. rid of now. Yep. Um, even uh, even six, seven, if he had a gutter, like, you're losing to that, you know? I'm losing to everything. So it's good to get that yeah. to fold. So, yeah, there's a lot of hands. I mean, his range is super wide from the big blind still. Um, I'm thinking that, I again, I think one of the reasons I should have sized up the turn instead of three quarters is because um, I'm going to get a few more hands to fold for that reason. But secondly, I think that if I end up getting called, 
the implied value of getting a ton if I hit is is going to be even bigger. Plus, I'm in position, so I can just check back if I decide if it's a you know a river that I don't want to bluff at. Mm-hmm. And actually, yeah, so that's a good sort of a good uh, tangent to go on because he. He folded. He fold. So yeah. So he ends up fold. This is a double barrel hand. Um, we end up betting three quarters pot, and he folds. And I was, you know, I'm just happy with that result with six high, obviously. So yeah. And actually, so I did throw it in GTOX, and I don't know why, but for some reason, with six four of hearts, it really wants you to overbet the turn. But with six four of diamonds, it says you can either overbet or use this size or check a little. Um, Man, I don't know if I like checking. I don't at all. I I would never check it. Um, But yeah, so I guess with with this exact combo, your play was just as good as I'm so confused as to why I would want you to overbet six four hearts as to six four diamonds here. Because it's literally the same exact thing according to this board. Something about your opponent's hands that will. Yeah, be there. I, There's something it's deeper not, that I'm not. I'm yeah, overlooking. The, let me put it this way: or the, the, the EV of it isn't that different. It's just like yeah. Anyway, so okay. so what I was gonna say though is, let's say you were called here. Obviously, if you river a flush or a straight, you're betting. But yeah. what rivers? Um, and I, I have an idea that I'm thinking of, like which rivers are good to bluff. Yeah. What rivers would I bluff that aren't, that don't complete my hand? Is that kind of the question? Yeah. Yeah. What rivers would you bluff? Um, probably most face cards that aren't a diamond or a heart. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is like, well, obviously a diamond, then it's not a bluff. Right. But then if a heart comes, Oh yeah. Yeah. A heart. I meant. Yeah. Yeah. If a heart comes, that might be time to give up. But yeah, if it's a, you know, spade or a club, yeah, a higher spade or club is kind of just because I think I again my I'll have more two pairs than my opponent. I'll get them uh, also can get them to fold more like uh, five six suiteds, three fours, etc. You know what I mean? Like hands like that. Yeah, um, yeah, and I I don't even know if it needs to be a super like a high one. It's just like like if the eight of spades rolls off because now your opponent could have like five x of hearts, king x of hearts. You yeah, know? Yeah. So it, it's yeah it's, more than that. I guess that's just to simplify it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but hearts, yeah, I, I'm probably shutting down on that. That's kind of where I was going. Yeah, I think hearts would be good to shut down on. Um, obviously, diamonds. Now we're value betting. Yeah, any deuce, any seven, I'm value betting. Um, but yeah, I guess like any like eight through queen. That's a non heart. I'm probably going to turn into a triple barrel here. Yeah, yeah, cool. cool, awesome. That was a good. So completely polar hands there between Wes's and mine. Mine was a lot easier to pull the trigger on, trigger on the double barrel because. Again, I have so much equity. It's a little less scary when you have equity. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I, I have a feeling, like, because if you get called, we, you we can all win. know you're capable of the triple. Though I know if, <laughs> if the nine of spades rolls off, you would have you would have gone. For I, it. Yeah, I do think I do think that. Um, um, anyways, so that was a good completion of that hand. I think now we're going to bounce back to another hand Wes has, where he's going to kind of go over. Uh, uh, which one was this? Okay, yeah, so this one's going to be kind of similar to mine. Um, yeah, it's another double barrel spot with equity. Um, but you just stuff it in his face on the turn. Well, it, yeah, it, it makes a lot Not more spoil sense. alert. But yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think so. I think this is one like last. You know, my last hand I think was a little more unintuitive, just because of the no equity yeah. aspect of it. This one, I think a lot of people would would find this line. And actually, I think there are arguments for doing a couple things with my hand. But anyway, so we're. 
I'm still playing two five online. Um, it's only three handed and taking an opening size from Jeremiah's book. <laughs> so, so that's, uh, on the button, I always go two and a half. I, okay. Yeah, button and cutoff, I go two and a half X. And then earlier position, I go 2.2, 2, which okay. is okay. kind of like you can just min raise. I'm getting a little fancy with it. Yeah, so it doesn't, yeah, it's just adding a little sauce to it. Okay. Um, you open button with ace of diamonds, king of hearts, three handed. Yeah. I mean, I have piles. I have 360 bigs almost. <laughs> yeah, I'm crushing the table. <laughs> um, small blinds, who isn't going to be relevant, flat. So this is a, Clearly a recreational player. He's got like a yeah. little over 50 bigs to start, and he's flatting the small blind. Um, Again, this is a cash game. It's a little less uh, normal to flat small blind in a cash game compared to a tournament. 100%. Um, big blind squeezes it up to 11 bigs. Okay, we love the squeeze. Yeah. So I'm assuming a four bet's income in here? Yes. And so this player, he's a reg, but he's a bit on the nitty side, and I've he had 101 bigs to start. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So we're basically doing the normal He's 100. Here. Interesting. Okay. But we have ace king. <laughs> yep. Three handed. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you, okay. So we make it 24, almost 25 bigs. Yep. So, so like 2.5, 2.3 or something bigger, something like that. Yeah. 2.2 something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, we round up around here. We're not that. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so small blind folds, big blind flat. So there's now there's 52 bigs in the pot, and he's only got 76 left. So we already have like a one and a half SPR stack okay. to pot ratio. Flop is queen 10 10 with two diamonds and one spade. And we have the ace of diamonds, king of hearts. So we had the backdoor nut flush draw. We got the two overs and then a gutter as well. Yep. Yeah. So he. One thing I think is good to note is he should just be jamming queens yeah. when he flop. So we don't we t- kind of take queens out of his range here. So he doesn't shouldn't have many boats. I guess he does have jack Some ten suited. Tens. Yeah. yeah, he'll have Maybe. so there. Yeah, he'll have two combos of jack ten suited. He should. So the nice thing about having the king of hearts is there's only one combo of king ten suited remaining. Um, and then yeah, maybe he'll have some ten like two combos of ten nine suited. Um, ace 10 suited. Okay. So yeah, there, there's some tens, but mostly, you know, he'll have like pocket nines or eights. Sometimes he'll have ace jack suited, which I guess we're ahead of. He'll have some queen X suited, but all right. So we're four bet. There's a four bet pre mm-hmm. we get the 10, 10 queen, two diamonds flop with 52 bigs in the middle. Yeah. Uh, you're in position. What, what's the action here? So he checks and I do what I would do with Basically, my whole range here. C bet somewhat small. Yeah, like one, f- just over a fifth, fifth. pot. Yeah, eleven point one. So it's like between a fifth and a quarter pot. Okay. Yep, I like it. And he calls. So pot seventy four big blinds, and he has sixty five left. So he's already got under a pot size bet. And the turns the four of diamonds. Now I have the nut flush draw. Um, you essentially so- have everything here i have everything except a made hand, made right hand. exactly <laughs> yeah you have everything but a made hand but you have the range advantage i have the yeah so i have equity i have the range advantage in the sense that i'll have aces and kings and queens i wouldn't jam queens here but um 
Yeah, I mean, it, I have something I want to bring up here that yeah. that kind of goes into what you were talking about earlier. You said earlier in this conversation, um, we don't want to turn showdown value into a bluff. Mm-hmm. Is Ace King High showdown value here? That's a good question. So it's maybe very slightly because our opponent can have King Jack suited. Um, it's not too many combos of that, but he has some yeah. of them. Yeah. So the obviously King Jack of Diamonds is a flush, and then he could have King Jack of Spades or Clubs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good point. So if the it, on the river, you definitely don't on the turn. Sometimes, like I. I stick by that generally still. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, it's not always the case, as I, we had briefly mentioned earlier as well. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, you don't have much showdown value, considering it's a four-bet pre-flop, because yeah. he has all of the pa- he has a bunch of pairs. Yeah, um, there's there's two combos of, I guess, three of ace-jack suited that I'm beating, and then two of king-jack suited that I'm beating. The tricky thing is, though, is like, if I check back, is he going to... Because I can't call the river if I miss, so yep. can he... Can I check down against those hands? Yeah, can I check? Yeah, exactly. So you're, yeah, I get it. Um, but plus, you're also again, you're if you're checking down, you're losing range advantage as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I'm not. Well, maybe I'd check back kings or something. Aces with no diamond check back here. Yeah, or maybe you could bet tiny again and like fold to a jam. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. It, it gets kind of sticky. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but I guess the point here is kind of the reason you're moving forward with the double here is because you have all of the equity with no, not what we assume is not really showdown it's, value. It's low enough. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think we do have a, a sliver of showdown value, but there are going to be a lot more hands like pocket nines, pocket eights, you know, maybe yeah. queen, you know, queen jack suited, which. I don't know that he should necessarily fold, but against this opponent, you said he was kind of tight a little bit. Yeah, a little nitty. Um, okay, I mean Queen Jack <laughs> facing big bets on this turn is tough. Yeah, it is. It's not. It's not loving it. Okay. Um, um, so I yeah. So anyways, I I just jam. I put them all in, and okay. so my assumption here is knowing this player. And just the situation, like, I will have tons of hands that beat a queen. Yeah. I think I'm planning, I think he'll call with, like, ace-queen suited, mm-hmm. or, you know, ace-queen in general. But I also think he may have just jammed that on the flop. Um, yeah, and I get to... I get to fold out some equity sometimes, or a, a better hand, I should say. Yeah. Um, I guess the hands you're beating that would fold here are king jacks and ace jacks. Um, mm-hmm. And then hands that you aren't beating that you get to fold here are pocket jacks, pocket nines through sevens or so, something like that. Yeah, and I think jacks probably just jams preflop, but yeah, the other pocket pairs. <laughs> Nitty player. I guess you're three-handed, you should, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I should say. Okay. We don't know the answer to everything, but these are we're just talking about hands we can get to fold here. Yeah. And I am I am sort of coming with the assumption that he's going to fold like queen jack suited, maybe king queen. If we're thinking he's folding uh, king up to king queen here. I'm then it's a slam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. King queen might be a little ambitious, but. Especially if, I mean, king, if he doesn't have a diamond maybe, but like king queen with a king of diamonds probably isn't folding. 
It's probably just folding pre-flop. I think it's only suited. I think like any of his okay, queen yeah. X hands have to be suited pretty okay. much. Yeah. Um, facing a four bet out of position. All right. So he's stuffing his face and... And he folds. Let's so, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So you set up a nice SPR there on the turn to just stuff it in his face. The, do- the diamond on the turn... Let me say, let's say it was a, a four of uh, clubs on the turn. Mm-hmm. Um, do we still run this triple? Or do we still run this double, I mean? I'm not just ripping the turn in that case. So I okay. think if it was like an offsuit four, I would either check or I would bet small again with the idea to of... To see what, if he's raising or not. Yeah, if I get jammed on, obviously fold. fold. If he calls, then I might have to go for it. On Reevaluate the river. river. I mean, you're gonna. He's gonna have two to one SPR or something like that. Yeah, or one. To, yeah, right. One to two. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, because then you know it's nice because I have, I have the ace of diamonds where I can, you know, he can't be. He if the diamond comes in on the river, he can't have the nuts. All right. So um, this hand, this hand showcases. Um, no showdown value, essentially, assuming yeah, close, a, a close, yeah, yeah, a sliver of showdown value. We'll say you're at the, you know, kind of no showdown value, we'll kind of say. Um, mm-hmm. But you have a ton of equity and you have range advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have all the queens, all the kings, all the aces with a diamond. Um, you have all the ace kings suited, all the ace king diamonds. Um, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I have the over pairs, which he doesn't. I mean, maybe he'll trap pocket aces once in a while, but yeah. yeah. Um, Nice. Yeah. Nice time. Thank you. Thank um, you. Let's, uh, let's do something a little different this time. Okay, yeah. So you tell them. <laughs> you right, tell the right. people. So I was having fun. When I was looking at hands to dissect for, um, to dissect for, for this uh, podcast, um, I went to the drawing board a little bit. I had a bunch of hands, but I ended up, for just out of like pure humor, talking to chat GPT and asking it to give me a good example of a triple barrel bluff in a no-limit hold'em Texas or no limit Texas Hold'em tournament, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and it provided. <laughs> there we go. It was it was really good. I'm really looking forward to going over this hand with you. We'll run it through the uh, GTOX and uh, all that stuff to see if 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 we if not only we thought it played good, but the solvers think it played it, they played it well. So um, we'll just go ahead and get started here. Uh, he- Hero is us. We start with 38, uh, just a, over 38 big blinds in the cutoff. We're a tight, aggressive player known for playing premium hands. This is what ChatGPT gave you. This is awesome yeah. that it gave you a profile. ChatGPT gave us profiles for all the players involved. So we're tight, aggressive, known for playing premium hands. Um, the big blind uh, has 37 and a half big blinds. So just like le- there's less than a big blind difference between our stacks. Um, and they are a skilled player, generally tight, but capable of making big laydowns. <laughs> All right. I love that. Um, yeah, I didn't see that before. That's awesome. <laughs> super cool. So blinds are 200, 400 with a 50 ante. Being that it's not big blind ante, we'll just assume this is an online tournament. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we raised a two big, uh, we raised uh, min click it to two big blinds with king, queen of diamonds in the cutoff. The big blind calls. So we got six and a quarter big blinds in the pot. Flop comes, jack of diamonds, eight of spades, two of hearts. Big blind checks. What are we betting here, Wes? Um, so I guess you could go like two-thirds or one-third kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see a lot of amateurs with premium hands sizing up these spots for some reason. Yeah, it's. I mean, it seems fine. Like if you're, if you're trying to get – because effective stack, there's still about 35 bigs behind. So if you're trying to get it all in, like sizing up – 
and just going with like uh, yeah two thirds two thirds. I like it, especially if you have like an overpay here, like you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So um, the the computer uh, ChatGPT decides to go five big blinds into six and a quarter. Yeah, or four, right? Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Four big blinds. Sorry, four big blinds into six and a quarter because we removed. Uh, we made some tinkering to the hand ahead of time. So, um, big big blind ends up calling. So it's jack of diamonds, eight of spades, two of hearts. We have the king queen of diamonds. Essentially, we have king high here with a straight back door and two overs. Yep, not too much working. It's kind of very similar to your first hand in that reg- in that aspect. Yeah, same holding. Yeah, jack yeah. high. Yeah, not a lot of much going on. Um, the turn, uh, 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 the turn is the four clubs. The pot is 17 big blinds, I believe, 16, 17 big blinds. Um, so the board is jack of diamonds, eight of spades, two of hearts, four of clubs. Just a pretty dry board. Yeah. Pot is actually – so just to give context, originally the hand that chat GPT threw out, the small blind was in two. Yeah. Um, and then so Max and I removed the small blind just so we could put it through the solver. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we made a few modifications. So if anything's slightly off, that's why. Um, I, you know, I don't know if I'm finding a double barrel on this, on this turn here. Yeah, because it's a full rainbow. It's right? a full rainbow. Um, so some, a big blind checks in this spot. And then it says triple barrel bluff. Hero decides to continue the aggressive line, recognizing that the board texture hasn't significantly changed. Hero goes all in for 20 big blinds. Yeah. So that's the river, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. So did I skip? <laughs> did I just remove the turn action? Um, no, no. It's right there. Um. Oh, yeah. So the big blind, geez, the big blind checks, we bet uh, 11 and a quarter into 17 big blinds on the four clubs turn. Mm-hmm. I got ahead of myself there. Sorry if this is confusing, guys. Um, big blind ends up calling. What's, what is going on here, Wes? Yeah, I mean, it it's an interesting card because it's it's a good card in the sense that you know if, if we have if we have an overpair, it's essentially a dry card. We're just trying to go for our out. value wants to keep betting. Exactly. So so in that sense, it's good. Where yeah, we we have a ton of value that makes plenty of sense. Okay. Um, so we're just pretty much range repping in this spot. Yeah. It, the downside of it obviously is like it doesn't improve. Like if your opponent had a good hand on the flop, this card doesn't change anything in your that favor. That should scare them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, just pure range repping. Um, on the yeah. So villain checks on the turn. We bet eleven and a quarter. Um, the river has now got almost forty bigs. Got thirty nine bigs into it. And it's the nine of hearts. So it's jack of diamonds, eight of spades, two of hearts, four of clubs, nine of hearts. The nuts here is queen ten. Mm-hmm. Um, we we do block the nuts with king queen. We partially. do, but yeah, the opponents can not definitely have it. You don't think? Oh yeah, check I, call turn. With check calling nine. turn with queen ten here is probably not going to happen, right? Yeah. So yeah. so we kind of can remove the nuts from his range here, and then it says that the uh, the villain checks the river. Um, being that the board hasn't significantly changed, hero goes all in for 20 big blinds into what is what? 40 big blinds? 
Yeah, just under 40 big. So we go, essentially, it's, yeah. Um, <laughs> the villain's getting a pretty good price here. What, three to one, four to one to call? Three, yeah, three to one. Three to one to call. Um, villain thinks for a moment and then reluctantly folds, not having connected strongly with the board. So that's weird that <laughs> chat GPT says the villain hasn't connected strongly, but yes, they call the call flop enter. The big bet on flop and turn, yeah. Yeah. Um, and what? then it says, hero shows the bluff, revealing. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? You know, maybe I don't like this hand as much. <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, we, our opponent should never have the nuts by the time we get to the, by the time we get to um, yeah. the river. You know, you know, yeah. So here's actually an interesting concept is, so when blockers come into play is when they can have a hand and you want it to be less likely they have that hand. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But, but if, in this case, it kind of is that way, though, because we want... We, well, we, they can't... So in this case, it doesn't matter that we have the queen because they're not going to call the turn with queen 10. So we already removed that from, so it doesn't necessarily yeah, matter. but the fact... But you just said we had already removed it, right? Yeah. So in that case, like, they still can't have the nuts, you know? Yeah, yeah. So in a sense, when you can, when you can think about a hand, like, you you might have triple-barreled queen-10, right? Like, you would have bluffed with that on the turn. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to... If you can remove a hand from your opponent's range, like, if you can remove the nuts from their range, and even without in, having and a blocker... And keep it in our range? Yeah. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Okay. That, that kind of removes the need for blockers because, like... Yeah, so we might turn queen... So if we open queen-10 here, we might turn it into a, a double or triple-barrel bluff. So we have the draw to the nuts from the flop. Yeah. It's it's eight. It's deuced eight jacks, so any nine will give us the nuts straight. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no showdown value. So with queen-10s, we would potentially double-barrel. And then if we smash it on the river, which is the nine, we obviously are going to triple-barrel it. So we're, we can have all the queen-10s. We remove the queen tens from our opponents on the turn because mm-hmm. we don't think they're going to call that eleven and a quarter uh, big blind bet on the turn. Yeah, what does our opponent have here? I mean, uh, jack x's, a, eight x's. Yeah, like a weak jack. Weak or, jacks are eight x's, or maybe even uh, what nine ten. That's another good one too. Where he's like calling because he has the nut draw, the nut straight draw, and then he rivers. A pair. A, he rivers second pair, but but to an all-in call, it, it I mean that kind of shrivels, you know. What yeah, I mean? and and it's decent to have king and queen because we make it. You know, we do block king jack and queen jack, right? Okay, yeah. So we block his stronger jacks. Yeah. And okay, so after a little bit of of talking about it, I guess it's not so bad of a hand. It's yeah, and so I threw it through the solver, and so the consensus is flop makes sense. The river jam makes a lot of sense, I think. And then the turn, you can go with check or bet. like We're Having king, queen of diamonds specifically. Yeah. Um, and, well, I, I think for most of the king, queen, like the solver, it wants to do certain things with certain suits. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, yeah, like king, queen is a reasonable turn bluff. Um. But on the river, I think I think the river is the the point where it's like mandatory because we deduce so much information by knowing what they would have called and wouldn't have called on the turn with. We can take a lot of premiums out of their range. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they had any sets or two pairs, we would have heard about it on the turn as well. Possibly, yeah, and and like or just pre flop, right? Or yeah, like not deuces, but yeah, yeah. Um, 
I love that, and you had already said this, but <laughs> the hero windmills the bluff at the end. Yeah, he just <laughs> ChatGPT made sure to add in that we revealed the bluff. <laughs> I love that. ChatGPT's got a little little sauce to a little its game. swagger. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, you know, we just want to try something new there. We asked ChatGPT. ChatGPT can you know hang a little bit, I guess. Yeah, I like that. Throwing <laughs> the triple barrel in there. He's played in some home games. It's pretty sick though, too. I want to mention when I was asking it to write this hand for me, it initially gave it to me in chip sizing. So like you know, like thirty thousand, forty five thousand. You know, like that was their chip stack size. Yeah. I asked for it just simply. I was like, convert to big blind format, please. And boom, it gave me everything in the exact same way, but in big blind format, just cleanly. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Um, I think we got one more here, right? Yeah, yeah. I've got one more decent one. Um, cool. Let's, uh, yeah, we'll go over that hand, and then we'll kind of recap um, the different things that make a double barrel and a triple barrel good. Yeah, sweet. So this is 510 No Limit online. Uh, I've got exactly 100 bigs, so 1K. Um, I open in the hijack to 2.2 bigs, so 22 bucks, with Ace of Hearts, Queen of Diamonds. The cutoff, three bets to 6.8, and it folds back to me. And so ace-queen off in a cash game like this actually does a lot better as either a four-bet or fold most of the time. Suited's probably calling a lot more. Suited, yeah. Suited plays better and is just a stronger hand. So you don't – it's strong enough to call and also, like, weak enough where when you four-bet, you're not going to want to call off the five-bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to either be calling or raising with ace-queen suited and not folding, whereas to ace-queen off, we could fold or four-bet. Yeah. Okay, got it. So we fo- let's go back real quick. What's the sizings on that? So I, I he he three-bet me to 6.8. 2.2 to 6.8, and then your four-bets to 20.9, so almost 21 bigs. Yeah, so it's basically 3x. 3X. Yeah, yeah, usually I would do like 2.7. Yeah, usually go smaller 2.7 or 2.75. Any specific reason for changing it here? Um, so two things, like his three bet is slightly on the small side. It is, yeah, I was thinking that as well. Um, the other thing too is a lot of times with my sizings, I'll make them very close to the same, but I'll, I won't have the exact same number just because I think opponents can overthink it sometimes. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, def- I mean, they can, yeah. period. Like yeah. like changing, when you have 100 big blinds, changing your preflop four bet size by a couple tenths of a big blind isn't, okay. you know, isn't significant. Okay, so we size up the four out of position. Ace of hearts, queen of diamonds. Uh, flop comes jack of clubs, three of spades, three of hearts. Yep, so we miss, but, I mean, he's never going to have a three. He could have hit the jack, and he can have a lot of, like, he can have a bunch of pocket pairs, like, you know, sevens and better. Pro- he might just, he'll probably be folding a lot of the small pairs just to the yeah. initial. So race. we have jacks, queens, kings, aces, ace, kings, ace, queens. Yep. Of some ace five suited, ace four suited, some king jack suited, king ten suited, some ace queen off, some ace king. Yep. Okay. Um, These are that, hands that we could potentially be four betting. Yeah. And in, in cash games, like 100 big blinds, especially online, like my ranges are much more standardized. So I kind of just listed off like, everything that i'll yeah, have yeah um pots take notes boys <laughs> <laughs> pots already 43 bigs and i have 79 um so if i were to have an overpair <clears throat> i like betting small here yes yeah 
um, I go with quarter, so 10.9. And because if I had an overpair, I would just play it this way to yeah, try and yeah. get it all in by the river. Yep. And then, I mean, if you face any resistance as a raise here, like, in, in terms of a raise, you just fold. Yeah, no just problem. don't have enough to... Okay, so yeah. All right. So you set up the one-to-one SPR, stack-to-pot ratio on the turn, essentially. Yep. Yeah, so it's but. 65 <laughs> in there. He calls. There's okay. 65 in there. I have 68 behind. Turns the five of hearts. So it's the second heart on the board, and I, I do have the ace of hearts. Um, this is... A little, you know, this is a little important because he could have, let's say I didn't have the ace of hearts. He could have ace queen of hearts, right? Yeah. He could have called my four bet with like ace queen suited and flopped backdoor and called. So now on the turn, I get to, if he has ace queen of spades or clubs, I get to fold those out by yeah. betting. And you know he doesn't have ace queen of hearts because we block that. Correct. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the, the. We have the overpair advantage for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Ace Queen is obviously almost never good here. Maybe he has like the occasional King Queen suited float. Yeah, yeah. Um, but most of the time, almost always, our hand is not good with the action that's happened. Yep. So it's we're we're behind. We we block some of hand, some hands he might continue with. Um, Another decent thing to recognize is both of our suits block like ace-jack suited and queen-jack suited because it's the jack of clubs on the board. Yeah. So we block some combos of jack-x that he would call with preflop. Um, yeah, so I bet... What, so what are we saying we have here? Actually, let's get to the sizing. Yeah, yeah so I bet quarter again, 16.5. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm saying I have... Queens, kings, aces, or ace, jack, off, I might four bet as well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar to ace, queen, yeah. off, where yeah. it's like doesn't play that well yeah. as a call. Um, We're range repping. Yep. No equity, essentially. Basically none. Yeah. Um, obviously, maybe, got the overcards, yeah, but yeah. Don't e- I don't even know for sure if like a queen it, Yeah, is if good. we're good, right. Like he, he could have, if he has ace, jack suited or queen, jack suited, like I only have one of my live overcards. Um, so I bet quarter at this point, I'm kind of wanting to put his pocket pairs in a really bad spot. So tens, nines, eights, sevens. Um, I guess that's probably as low as we'll go. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I get to fold out. If he had ace, queen of spades or clubs, I get to fold that out. And we might even be folding out, um, which I would assume would jam pre, but ace king, if it didn't jam pre. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, ace-king might flat with these positions. Like, if we were button small blind, mm-hmm. you know, it probably goes in. But I've seen it happen before. Yeah, like, flatting a four bet with ace-king makes some sense. And actually, that's that's probably a really good one because there are more combos of ace-king. You know, there's still f- 12 combos of ace-king now that I have one of the aces. So, like... I'm losing to all of those. Is this sizing folding out an ace king here? That's not doesn't have any that you know. Obviously, I don't have ace king of hearts. So, is it folding out all the other combinations being for a quarter pot only? I think so. Okay. Um, I think it should, but yeah. Yeah, I think it should. Knowing that it's probably going to hit resistance on the river, <laughs> right? All in shove on the river. Yeah. Okay. So you bet uh, sixteen and a half into sixty five. Hmm. Um, Opponent. He calls. Snaps. (laughs) (laughs) 
So pot's 98 bigs and I have 51 left. So just over half pot. River's the 10 of hearts. So it's the third heart. You block the nut flush. I do block the nut flush, which now. It's a paired board. It's jack three, three, five, ten, three hearts. Yeah. And so we're saying we have an overpair or ace king or ace queen of hearts. I mean, probably ace king of hearts because ace queen of hearts, we might just flat his three bet. Yeah. Or like ace four of hearts. I guess ace four of, of hearts would be a great one, but I feel like you would probably size up the turn with that hand. Mm, I would either you wouldn't. I would either jam or go quarter, just because it's jam or quarter. Yeah, okay. there's not really an in between, I guess. But if okay, anyways, we're not going to get too yeah, far into yeah. that tangent. Um. All right, so we're here. We block the nut flush, and it kind of sucks because you know it, th- there are some cards where it's like, all right, I give up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't one of them. Yeah, you feel like <laughs> at this point, you're like, well, I know he doesn't have the nut flush. He shouldn't have many flushes at all at this point. I can have flushes. And he's kind of, we think he's capped, right? Like, what's the top of his range here? I mean, so he's Jack. So here's the thing is, I don't even know if he's, ca- like, he could have Jack's full. Yeah, right? he could have Jack's full, yeah. But I think he will more more than having Jack's full, because there are only three combos that... He can have a couple combos of um, ace-jack suited, king-jack suited. He could still call the turn with some underpairs. Um, but those are what we're targeting by this river bet now. So yeah, our, range, can also our, have, our range of what we're trying to get to fold changes on this river. Yeah. So we're get, trying to get those to fold out, and then we're trying to – I mean, if he, like, has pocket jacks or tens or if he has – King Jack of Hearts, Queen Jack of Hearts, King Queen of Hearts, you know. We're yeah. just obviously getting stacked here. Yeah. Because if I didn't say it, I, I jam. So you go all in 51, almost 52 bigs into 98 bigs. This is a, I mean, this is a tough one. This is, this one's, because it's like the hands you're trying to get to fold are, have, are, you know, King Jack suited and stuff like that. I mean, they, while they might be folding a lot of times real, pl- like, real people aren't going to be folding those hands because they just don't like getting bluffed. Specific player type. Yeah. So I, and I will say this guy is another pro okay. as well. Um, so he's, you think that makes him more capable of folding because of what he could put you on? I would say he's going to be more likely. He's not going to call based on just not wanting to be bluffed is what I would. Okay. So okay. anyways, he tanks and he does call. He had two queens. Mm. Queen of Hearts, Queen, queen of, of Clubs. Um, okay, so I mean, he was at the yeah having queens flatting the four bet. Yeah, um, I love that. Again, you put in a hand there where we triple barrel and it didn't work. Yeah, all the other. I mean, obviously Chat GPT, but like everything the other worked up worked. to this point. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you put that in there. Do you, in hindsight, still like the triple barrel there? I do. Yeah, I think because. What are the reasons that we discussed that you like about that? So I have a good blocker. Um, the ace of hearts is the good block. The ace of hearts is a good flush. blocker, yeah. And then... Range advantage. Yeah, I'll have over pairs. Um, like, there's clear value that I would be doing it with. So mm-hmm. it's the over pairs, and then it's also when I backdoor my way into a flush. Yep, yep. Um, there are... We kind of identified the clear hands that he can have that I'm trying to fold out at each point in the hand. Yep. Um... Yeah, so. Okay, all right. Well, I think 
it's awesome that we had all these different examples that kind of showcase these different things we pay attention to when we want to double and triple barrel bluff. Um, if Should we kind of review? Yeah, let's, let's, let's review them. So starting off with the first hand is the king-queen off. Wes showed us how to, was that, that was a double, right? Triple. That, the king-queen off was a triple barrel, yeah, where yeah. you rip the river. Um, with pretty much just range repping, no equity. I mean, this was pr- like the tougher of the triple barrel bluffs. Yeah, and I think so, but at every point I was at the bottom of my range in the sense that king high was no showdown no value. showdown value. Um, I had clear hands that would value bet that exact same way. Yep, like his over pairs. Yep, and, and uh, ace jack and ace jack. Yep, yep, and there jacks. W- yeah, there were clear hands that I was targeting. You know, under pairs, backdoor spades. Just to remind, it was jack six deuce deuce. The turn was the second spade, and then it was a ten. Yeah, then an offsuit ten. Yeah, um, my king queen offsuit blocked king jack suited and queen jack suited, so it gave it made his range a little bit weaker in the sense that hands that he might call with on the river were less likely to exist. And I don't even know if we mentioned this part with the blockers, but the fact that I did not have a spade gives him more possibilities of having spades. more floating spades that would have turned a flush draw and would fold river too. Yeah. Like ace queen of spades. That's great. Yeah. So okay. having good blockers, but then also unblocking hands that you would like to fold. Okay. is important. Um, and then moving on to the next hand, which is kind of polar to that hand, the opposite. Uh, we have the six, four of diamonds hand that I played where I flopped an open ender with a backdoor flush draw. I turned the flush draw I only had six high the entire time. However, yep. um, we could deduce that because it was only the big blind in the hand, he didn't three bet that he doesn't have the aces, uh, pocket aces for top set, pocket kings for second set. He doesn't have ace king for top two. So, and I do have all those in my range. So we're range repping with that. Plus we had a bunch of equity with the flush and straight draw, mm-hmm. um, which makes, again, double barreling and triple barreling a lot easier. But on top of that, we didn't have any showdown value with six high. So that's why we decided to continue betting hand. I mean, it's kind of, we have all of the key triggers that say, hey, yep. this is a great bluff spot. Yes, 100% uh, agree. Yeah. So that one, I mean, those are much easier to, to bluff because we have, you know, it's a semi-bluff. We have all the equity and the range advantage. Um, the third hand, uh, Wes, was yours. Yep, so that was the ace-king offsuit where I four-bet pre-flop, button against big blind, he called. With the queen, queen, 10, two diamonds, I did have the ace of diamonds. Um, bet small flop, standard C-bet. Turn was four diamonds, so it was a third diamond. I decided to yeah, jam. the ace of diamonds, yeah. Yeah, so I jammed for like at about a little under pot. Yeah. I don't even know if that was the best. It might have been better to bet small again. Mm-hmm. But I think. You're it, just going to win it so frequently by jamming there. Yeah, yeah. When I think I can get. You know, there are better hands that will fold. Maybe a queen folds, maybe it doesn't, but he can still have like pocket nines, pocket eights. He'll have some, uh, yeah. And like whether he calls or folds with a queen, like I have a ton of equity against that. And even I did have another blocker. The king of hearts was even a sneaky blocker in the sense that it blocked one of the two possible king 10 suited. Yeah. And so these things, I mean, especially a lot of, you know, players who play live, like you don't really think about this stuff. It doesn't move the needle a ton, but these are all tiny little things that make a play either slightly better or slightly worse. Yeah. You know, it can maybe help you make that decision. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that hand is a lot more comparable to my four six of diamonds than it was to his first hand with king queen off. He had equity, he had range advantage, um, and he had a sliver of showdown value. We'll say no showdown value. He had ace high, but considering the pre-flop action, we can kind of deduce that his hand probably is not the best at this point. Yes. Um, so another good hand uh, to so you double barrel jam that one right. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Um, the third hand, uh, or fourth hand now, is my hand with ChatGPT, where ChatGPT opens the king, queen, and diamonds in cutoff, big blind defends. Um, we get the jack, eight, uh, four, I believe it was something Jack, like. eight, deuce, then four. Yeah, jack, yep. eight, deuce, four. Um, we sized up our flop bet and our turn bet. So we essentially deduced that our opponent's shouldn't be having too many nutted hands when the nine hits the turn because queen 10 would have folded the turn. When the nine hits the river. When nine yep. hits the river, not turn, yeah. yeah. So we should be, by, by the river, we know that they're not nutted with queen 10. However, queen 10 can be in our range because we have no showdown value. We might be double barreling yep. queen 10 here um, as as a bluff, but with a little bit of equity. However, we had king, queen of diamonds. So, you know, we have n- no showdown value with that hand. Um and I think it's also good to note, like, we could have barreled queen nine, ten nine suited, that sort of stuff. Yeah. But if we river a pair, then we already, if he has an eight, we're already ahead. So we just check the river. So we just take the showdown there. So yeah, king, yeah. king queen is like, now has basically no showdown value. And we remove and we remove the hands that our opponent could have. We take away the nuts from him. I mean, he could have nine, ten, which would have flopped an open ender, called two streets with it, rivered second pair. Yep. And then... Um, I don't think you can call a a river jam with that. So a lot of these readings make it for a good uh, triple barrel bluff. Congrats to you, Chad GPT. (laughs) Well done. Thanks for windmilling it in the opponent's face afterwards. (laughs) Um, And then the last hand was... Yeah, Yeah, so the four bet with ace, queen, uh, jack, three, three, rainbow, then five of hearts, ten of hearts, bringing in a backdoor flush. We have the ace of hearts. Um, So we have a good blocker. We know ace, queen is no good. There are hands at every point, you know, by the river, we're going to have folded out under pairs. Um, Some of his jack X suited even on the river. And then, no, yeah, on the flop and turn, there's like the ace king and the other ace queen that we're going to fold out. Yeah. Um, So they're they're clear hands that are better or chopping with us that we're trying to fold out. Um, This one's a little spicy. It is, it is. And you, you got to do it a little bit, though, too. And you're like, not going to always win your double and triple barrels. Like, sometimes you sometimes just... Sometimes you get stacked. Yeah, sometimes you get stacked. But I, I, I love that you went for it here, blocking the nut flush on the river um, and having range advantage. Mm-hmm. And it's just important, too, to, like, to, to have bluffs, you know, especially online when you're... You'll get a little more action things. after that now. <laughs> well, yeah, like, you know, a lot of these players I play with a ton. Yeah. And so... If if I'm not showing up with bluffs in these big spots ever, you're not going to be getting called when you have value. Yeah. yeah. So cool, dude. This was super fun to go over. Double and triple barrel bluffs are, I think, what a lot of people need to um, work on in a little bit. They need to know when the proper time is to run these things and why they're doing it. I hope that this information was helpful for t- for you guys. It was a lot of fun talking about it because it's important to refresh this stuff too. Like to be in the mindset of maybe I should double barrel here when in reality you don't even think about that and you just fold right like or you just check down and you're like i give up so these are good spots to do that Um, yeah i think in especially in live poker but i think it applies everywhere like it tends to be easy to see bet um 
in fact, I would say maybe if anything, people over seabet. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But they don't over double, double barrel, barrel and, triple. and especially tri- like people give up, especially live, like you mentioned too, because of what we'd mentioned in previous episodes, like having drive home equity, and <laughs> <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're totally right about um, that. Cool, man. Wes, uh, let's talk about uh, just the quick, you know, future at a glance here. I think this weekend. We have the $500 multi-day at Canterbury. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed uh, I missed the Thanksgiving turkey tourney at yeah. Running Aces last week, and my niece got married, so I was out of town for that. Congrats. You were out of town. I was yeah. out of town with some friends in Arizona. Yeah, so, so yeah, we gave you guys a chance this week. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Congrats to my good friend Dave uh, Ganya for getting second place in that as well. Yeah, congrats, Dave, and congrats on Eric for taking it. Yeah, Eric Ilkama, Ilkama, I can never pronounce you right. I've been battling with that dude for over 10 years. Some of my best or, like, oldest experiences in the tournament game are playing with him. Another OG, he's just been around, and he continues to win. So congrats to you, Eric, on that. Um, We got the 500 at Canterbury this weekend. Looking forward to the 500 Canterbury this weekend, I think we have a little fun uh, surprise for you guys, right, Wes? Yeah, well, we're we're beefing a little bit. Okay, okay, <laughs> keep going. Um, so we decided. So we're actually both only going to be able to play the Thursday flight. That's yep. right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, that's the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you listen to this before you go play that tournament, you have a chance to score fifty bucks from either one of us. Yeah. So what we're doing is. Each of our first bullet, if you like, if if you listening to this, if you bust Max's first bullet, I'll give you a fifty dollar bounty. Just come over to me, and I'll give you fifty dollars cash, and vice versa. What you know, I'll, if you bust Wes, I'll give you fifty bucks just on first bullet, though. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. remember what the this was, no, we, we talked about this, this like a, a week ago. ago? I don't remember what the beef was, but here we are, <laughs> and I, and it feels good. I just can't wait to get oh, you know, hand someone fifty bucks tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, worth it. Or you'll get a double. Like it's it's not a win win, but <laughs> yeah, no. The point is, we want to see each other get busted out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another great episode, Wes. Guys, we would love to get a, a five star rating from you if you enjoyed this podcast. Um, every single Thursday. You get a new podcast from us. We enjoy doing it, and we hope you enjoy listening to it. Wes, anything else you want to end on? No, I think that was a really good one. Yeah. I enjoyed talking yeah. about those hands. Keep sending us your podcast ideas. We've done a bunch of what people have requested so far, and we'll continue to do that. Until next time, friends, uh, we'll see you.